You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. And let's talk Hoya. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what I was supposed to say. Um, Anyway. (laughs) There's extra reason going on over there. So before we hop into today's episode, we wanted to let you guys know something new that we're going to be starting at um, the beginning of um, not every episode, but like episodes where... Um, there's like new publications out or Hoya news to share with you guys. We'll start out the episode with that, but we do have some Hoya news to share. So today in the world of Hoya, no, <laughs> las noticias. <laughs> So um, there's been a few publications that have come out recently in the Hoya world and just wanted to share that with y'all. One of the things that um, came out, this was in August, but I haven't seen too many people talk about it. So I just wanted to mention, Um, but in August, there was a new species that was published from Sulawesi, Indonesia um, by some botanical researchers, Putra, Ahmad, Zofadi, Rahayu, and Mikel Rada. Oh, Mikel. I yes. know. Mikel's just really doing the most. We'll go ahead and link that publication um, into. What was the species? Oh, uh, um, you have to investigate for yourself <laughs> to find that out. <laughs> yeah, there was an species that was published, but I didn't. I didn't write down the name, (laughs) but we'll link it into our show notes if you're interested to see what species that was. So is this segment going to be called Hoya Half News? Yes. (laughs) Just kidding. I'll uh, I'll be more (laughs) thorough next time. I think it's because the next one is like multiple species and I didn't think I'd list off the name of all of them. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we'll have the link in the show notes and in the description or just show notes in the show notes and then we'll post it on our instagram stories too okay for the folks yeah cute 
Um, but there was also just very recently in November, which by the time this episode goes out, it'll be December, but it's November right now. Yeah. So hot off the press, guys. This month, there are eight new species published from New Guinea by Rada and Simonson. And we'll also go ahead and link that publication if you guys want to read it. <laughs> um, and then very lastly, um, we've talked about Stemma a few times before yeah. on this podcast and um, they have a Facebook group, Stemma Journal, and there's um, a lot of people from the Hoya community that collaborate to bring good Hoya information. I think they're quarterly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Quarterly. And it's an online um, journal type publication that you guys can gain access to if you join their Facebook group. Um, but the second issue of volume, volume four just came out this month. So if you're interested to read about what they talked about, um, join the group and we can link the group, I think. So we'll try to do that. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. Oh, I was just going to say very, very nerdy if you're the type. And they do have a website, <laughs> so you don't have to get it just from the group. There's, oh, do there's, they? I think it's like Stemma Journal, but nice. we can, we'll link the website. Okay, perfect. Because uh, yeah. I think they actually have past issues on there as well, because this was a thing mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, and then it went away for a hot second, and now it's back because I believe Mark Randall was the guy that kind of headed up bringing it back. Yeah, and I know the, um, I can't remember who it was, but whoever was doing it initially, um, it just became a lot and then they weren't able to do it. And um, people in the community after some years later decided, hey, like we should bring this back and, you know, share information with people. So it's a great place to get some, you know, new information about Hoya and other tips and tricks that, you know, they work really hard on publishing. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really, it's a really fun journal to read too. Mm-hmm. Like they do, they put a lot of effort in into it and um like there was their first one was a whole thing about flat mites which i think they're going to be releasing more information about flat mites because rebecca lance who wrote the first article is just gathering so much data about treatment and all that stuff so there'll be more stuff about flat mites um they did a ted green tribute yes i was about to say that that makes it so special the cover art that they did with Mm -hmm. mr ted green on it was so special yeah and that was rachel that did that um, article yeah i think so i think so 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 yeah so that's kind of some of the new information that's out in the hoya world and we'll go ahead and link it if y'all want to read and yeah learn more (laughs) but that's it for the hoya news <laughs> so professional. All right, so to dive into our topic for this episode, what's it gonna be today, guys? We're going to talk about Hoya Bella. Where the hell have you been, Luca? <laughs> you I, talked right over it. It's okay. I'll it amplify that. No, nope, I'll amplify it in post because okay. it's the soundbite that I got is really quiet. Oh, okay. Bella. Where, Where the hell have you been, been Luca? <laughs> Oh, okay. That makes my heart so warm because I'm such a... Jesse is a toy hard. Toy hard. <laughs> is that a name? Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's what yeah. they used to call them. Mm. Yeah, and I'm part of this Facebook group. Oh, God. <laughs> do you want Do you want this to go out to the, to yes, the, well, to the to. world? I'm part, to. It's fine. I'm part of this Facebook group where we call each other rats because we're all part of the Twilight Fanverse. I love it. I love so it you're so called much. Rats? rats. Well, we call each other sewer rats because something, mm. something to do with rats. But you recognize each other 
in public because are you a rat and you're like I yeah am. i am a rat i'm a rat <laughs> oh my gosh i love it i love twilight you know what i can't even be mad because when someone's so passionate about something that they love even it's something ridiculous as twilight even though i was at the midnight screenings of all of the movies and i and the book releases but I, you can't help but like love it you know yeah. i just want to put it out there that i was reading twilight before it was a thing me too yeah wow. and then when it was a thing i was like mm, been there done that Girl, I've been when the when the fourth book or the expected fourth book got leaked i sat and read that pdf oh my goodness Did you i actually read just read midnight sun yeah this year okay because well, of my little twilight group. you weren't that big of a fan then because <laughs> i read it back in 2009 no i don't know why i didn't like I, I must have like missed the, the, the announcement but, on that. But that was, it was a leaked version. It was only chapter one. Oh, okay. But are we team Edward or team Jacob? Edward. Jacob. Oh. Oh, I'm team Edward too. <laughs> yes! I like my boys a little hairy. <laughs> okay, but oh, well, when it becomes a wolf, he's hairy. But then as a person, he's very hairless. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we're gonna talk about Bella. Maria Bella. Well, if we want to be fully correct, yes. the actual term we're gonna say Hoya Bella through this whole thing mm-hmm. because the actual botanical proper name. name for the Bella is Hoya lancelotta subspecies, subspecies Bella. But that's a mouthful because it was discovered by Isabella Swan. Um, no. no. <laughs> It was actually in 1980 by uh, Mr. Kent, classified under Lancelotta, Mm. erroneously, but now that's where it sits. Yeah. Well, it was first described and published by William Jackson Hooker, Mm -hmm. but then later Douglas Henry Kent in 1981 revised and reclassified it. But I've read some places that that was like, it 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 should not have been done. Yeah. So now Bella sits under the Lancelotta complex. Yeah. But um, it has been botanically recognized that Hoya lanceolata subspecies Bella and Hoya Bella are synonymous, so they can be used interchangeably without any issues. So we're just going to refer it lovingly as Hoya Bella. Bella! Yeah. Where the hell have you been? Where have you been? (laughs) Sorry. People are going to be like, oh, please Please stop. stop. (laughs) No. When I I find something fun, I beat it. (laughs) To, to the ground. Yes. Uh, we know. Like beating a dead bush. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're all beating right. the dead horse. Oh, but anyway, yeah. So um, do the we all name. Have a, do we all have a Bella in our collection? I don't have a regular Bella. I don't either. I mean. As of last week, I no longer do. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I do have the two variegated versions hmm. only. But you yeah. don't have the green form? No, but mm. I used to. That was like one of, I used to have that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. Um, the Bella is always special to me because whenever we first started the green plant, one of the first Hoya that we started to sell um, out of like a handful of them was Bella. Was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh, and like even the, like to the this day. Hoya. Yeah. So like even to this day, I'll get messages flagship. from people. Flagpole? <laughs> 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 You've been infected. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Um, but even to this day, like people will message me and be like, look at how big my Bella's gotten and look at the blooms that it flowered and it's really cute. Aww. So it holds a special place in my heart. But no, I don't have a green one. <laughs> okay, me either. We'll have to go out and hunt for one. Yeah. <laughs> Tradesies. 
Okay, sorry. I, I interjected there. Now you can take over the episode, Lydia. No, I'm not going to take over, <laughs> but I just wanted to kind of break down the name of where the Hoya Bella name comes from yeah. because um, it's part of the Lanceolata and that name comes from a Latin adjective, lanceolatus, which refers to the leaf shape, which is a lanceolate leaf shape, which mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked about before, but basically just means that the leaf is wider at the base and then it tapers towards the apex. So I'm sure most people have seen yeah. a Bella before, but... But I feel like that lanceolata... I've read somewhere, and it might have been this uh, article on Hoya Obsession, but basically meaning that it's tapered at the ends, both mm-hmm. ends, and wider in the middle, which that is the true Hoya Lanceolata is shaped like that. Hoya Bella is kind of more teardropped. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. The end is wider, and then it, it comes to apex, a little point at the end. Yeah. But, um, but Bella comes from the Latin adjective bellus, which means beautiful. Ciao, Bella. Which <laughs> in Spanish it's pronounced Bella, which Bella. also means beautiful. Also means beautiful. Italian, it's Bella, right? <laughs> Bella, yeah. Yeah, Bella means beautiful. So Latin was very similar to the Romance languages, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's a beautiful queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Lots of uh, eye contact over there, guys. I'm a. Turn this way. <laughs> oh, but last thing um, on that part. Well, I guess it doesn't have to. It doesn't really relate to the name, but um, it's part of the Apostanaceae family, which most of our precious Hoya are part of the Apostanaceae family. Is Hoya Bella the uh, what we have on our logo? The little flowers. Yeah. Oh yeah. It How did I not even think of that? Good job, Jesse. Wow. I know. Really? Guys. Dang. Really? Really? You know, what's the detail oriented there? <laughs> no, that's why I thought Carnosa like, because to me, they look like well, similar to Carnosa. In flowers. our logo, yes. Yeah. But in real life. No. I know you haven't had a lot of blooms, but. I did have Bella blooms. My Bella's blooming right now if you want to like, take a gander at it. I roll. <laughs> just kidding no i do want to see it actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, bella is one of those way i feel like have, that have been around for a really long time um but it's native to the himalayas Myanmar, and northern burma wow mm-hmm. it is a cold grower it is a cold grower and they say technically cool growing conditions are in the range of 50 to 78 degrees fahrenheit Wow, not Arizona. No. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. And also, if you're in a country that's not American Celsius, um, that would be 10 to 25 degrees Celsius. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the optimal growth. That's what they say. But I also read like in a lot of different, because um, there's quite a few publications about Bella, probably just because it's been around for such a long time and a lot of people know about it. So there's like a lot of articles and things like that, but it can adjust, right? Like it's one of those, cause there's some Hoya where it's like, okay, this is where it comes from and you got to match it pretty closely or it really starts suffering. But then there's a lot of Hoya out there that are, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Versatile. Yeah. And they acclimate 
easily mm-hmm. to other temperatures. So yeah. I did also read like cool, it's a cool growing Hoya, but it can still like adjust really one well to like even intermediate temperatures, which intermediate temperatures is considered 60 to 90 degrees, mm-hmm. 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So which makes sense because like Adam keeps them alive here in Arizona when we're hitting 118, but mm-hmm. optimal. I mean, maybe they're, it's not like absolutely thriving during those heat times, but it's not dying. It's living and it's going to, you know, take off as soon as it cools down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it always, like, I always thought like, oh, Bella needs humidity. It needs humidity. That's just like what I had always thought initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the locations that it's found is in more humid tropical environments. But now I'm like, mm, she doesn't need humidity. She's no. fine. No, I don't know. Yeah, things have changed so much in my thought of Hoyas, especially the Bella, because I was the same way. And I see all these folks who have them in their cabinets, which is fine. Like, do do what you want. Um, but they're also getting blasted with light, and they do not like bright light. Yeah, They want to be in shade. Yes. Which in our house means, like, medium direct light. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can handle it. All Hoyas feel like can handle it, but... Um, you don't keep yours in a cabinet. No, mine is not in a cabinet and it sits in my north window. And again, mine dries out and people are like, you can't let it go dry. And I mean, you shouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> but I like to stress my Hoyos out, not intentionally. Yeah. Um, and mine dries out all the time and it's, it's thriving. Yeah. It's and just I, living its best life. And I feel like it's a tough one to keep in a cabinet because now looking at yours and how big it is, it's not necessarily like vining or one that you can even trellis really nicely. It's kind of a branching Hoya mm-hmm. and it goes out sporadically here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, honestly, I feel like growing it ambient is a good way to go because then it can you know, really branch out wherever it wants to. And then you don't have to worry about space. And is it running into this plant, touching that plant, you know? So I don't like them when I see people who trellis them. Yeah. I don't think it's cute, but if you like it, then, you know, whatever (laughs) brings your heart joy. (laughs) Yeah. I get, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to yuck your yum, whatever you like. Yeah. But for, with the lighting, I find that absolutely correct because mine's not under like grow lights, anything like that. It's sitting behind some of my other bigger Hoya getting yeah just like very intermediate medium light in a southwest facing window and never gets any direct light or anything like that so yeah so pull them out of your cabinets if your bell is not growing maybe it's just extra stressed too bright and doesn't need a lot of light so you don't have to give it one of those prime spots or anything like that but i feel like maybe people feel that way because the, there's like the inner variegated and outer variegated Bella that we'll talk about. And I know a lot of people feel like, ooh, variegation, you have to give it a lot of light. Oh, yeah. But honestly, I feel like it gets better variegation with less light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's getting all kinds of different patterns, and I love it. Interesting. Interesting. I'm looking for a picture of Jackie's jungle in the desert. Oh, my god. Does gosh. she have hers trellised? Well, no, hers is hanging, but it's gorgeous. But oh I think gosh. it's huge. See, the thing is, she is has so hers big. where it's fully encompassing the whole pot mm-hmm. but the way i have mine positioned it's just growing off one side of the pot which i'm fine with i mm-hmm. love it uh but it's just like one side is really full and lush because that's the side that's facing the window and that's where it's getting its light from 
But Jackie does have the whole circular pot. And when it was blooming, she takes a shot from below it. And it's just like. So Yeah, that's the shot I was looking for. Gorgeous. She's got so many gorgeous Hoya. Yeah. And Jackie's Jungle in the Desert. She's a Hoya grower here local to us in Arizona. And oh my gosh. Look at that. That, It's insane. We have to repost that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll repost it. Um, She is a Hoya like goddess. goddess absolutely there's been so many times where i was like can i just come to your house but i know she's very introverted but yeah. she's so sweet and uh i've never asked her but yeah. her, like her feet and like her plants how I they grow see house. i want to see all the so plants <laughs> freaking gorgeous and i love how she's able to like keep them uniform i'm like girl how yeah and she's getting some beauty like she, her gnong godding gnong gorgeous <laughs> the sun stress on that see like i keep mine trellised and it's tall but i don't blast it yeah so mine's not sun stressed um same uh, i'm like how does she have this set up because i know it's not in a window well maybe it is in a window yeah Yeah. but it's freaking freaking gorgeous i guess we'll never know nope we'll never know we'll never know but we'll repost um jackie's post with her permission because freaking gorgeous oh my gosh So pretty, so pretty. But when it comes to the Bellas, the popular ones um, that a lot of y'all may have seen online are the Aneki Boys and the Lita Boys. Yes, the two variegated cultivars. Yes, yes. Which Aneki Boys is the one with outer variegation and Lita Boys is the one with inner variegation, which is the one that Adam has. Uh, He has Mm -hmm. both of them. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. That's what I meant. You'd, oh, it just sounded like you only had one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just and a I mixed, one. That I mixed potted them, which I love. Yeah, yes. I love that look I, too. It's like a yin and yang. It's like, oh. It's like Cruella Deville's hair. Yes. And I'm so glad that you have that because that was one of the plans, like the first year when we became like real, real friends, which I think was last year, right? Yeah, because we hated you before that. Oh my gosh, stop. No, because we met you and then the pandemic (laughs) happened and then we just never had a chance to hang out after that. Yeah. But it was your birthday and I had just gotten both of those for my birthday in May and they were growing and I was like, ooh, I'm going to share these with him. And I gave you a cutting of both. Yeah. And then mine shortly died after. Oh, no. <laughs> and then yours thrived. When Story of our life. Cutting, though, I remember I was like, these are the tiniest cuttings ever. Because it was like there was barely any stem. But then I was like, now, I've, now that I know you, it was probably like a lot of your plant. Yeah. It was <laughs> half of it. It was literally half of the plant. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> sorry, my cat just jumped up to the top of <laughs> To the top of the... I think he's chasing a gnat or something because he's like really focused on something. Um, anyway. But yeah, I, I very generous... I gave shame. you, I gave you generous half of both of my plants and they were top cuttings. I know. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were. The leaves were just so tiny. But then that's probably how you got yours, you know? Yeah, yeah. it was very small. But then she's, they had put out all that new growth. So then I was like, oh, I'm going to give it to Adam. She's got a little more shame than I do. I'm like, here, take the whole plant, make it thrive, make it big, uh, give it back once it's completely, 100% live worthy. I need to, yeah, you let the fight again. You need to visit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when you gave me those, I, truth be told, I was like, Bella, because I had a green one and it had spider mites and I was just like, never will oh, yeah, I own a Bella again. Yeah. <laughs> never. Um, 
but you reignited my love for him. Mm-hmm. And then it got big and two. huge. And I remember you would always send us pictures, Jesse and I in our group chat of them like growing up and stuff like that. And then Jesse totally got me back for making fun of her about the elliptica because she knew mine had died and I didn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. You have you have it now again, right? Yes, yes. yes because you gave me cuttings yeah. and I have them as a mixed pot. And I never thought, like, I'm not usually a mixed pot person, mm-hmm. but after seeing yours, I'm like, there's no other way to do it. Like, it's so, they're so pretty next to each other. Yeah, I love them. It would be nice to throw in like a regular green one in there. No, I'm not going to mess it up. <laughs> Who needs a green Bella? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm still a little sore. I had one all of last year. When did we go to Andy Andy's? That was all like a whole year, year ago, well, yeah. over a year yeah. ago at this point. I had one. It was living. It was growing. It was thriving. I didn't have it in a cabinet. One of your first blooms. Um, and it gave me blooms earlier this year. Yeah. And then I went to water last week and had to put it in the corner of death because... It went to the graveyard. It went to the graveyard. And now I'm sad because <laughs> I thought I had finally figured it out to the point where I told Adam, I'm ready for the variegated cuttings. <laughs> and then now I'm like, keep your cuttings. I never want another Bella in my house. No, it was to the point there was one episode and she was like, now I can say that moss works. And I'm going to tell everybody good luck with Moss. <laughs> and my Bella heard it and she was like, adios. Peace out, bro. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, definitely, show you, bitch. I'll definitely give it another try. But I'm I'm a little sore because I thought I had finally gotten a hang of it. And yeah. it turns out I'm back to the beginning. But I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And if okay. not, Adam will keep giving me. Adam's got you. <laughs> yep. He's like, I get moved. At this point, I keep on bringing him plants I really like, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why you bring me all Adam's these Adam's our warehouse. <laughs> Anytime we lose a plant, we're like, oh, Adam, remember that plant I gave you that's now like 10 feet long? Oh. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> Hola, hoya, friends. So we launched our Patreon, a.k.a. Peduncle Pals. It's been a joy connecting more with all of you, chatting in our Facebook group, and sharing more behind the scenes through our exclusive Patreon episodes every month. We're blown away by your support, and we're so grateful for every one of you that is joining us on this club. You can subscribe through our Patreon link through our Instagram bio, episode descriptions, or show notes. See you there. Looking to elevate your gardening game this season? Well, look no further than Coast of Maine, your go-to source for premium organic soils for over 28 years. Organic approved and sourced from oceans and farms, their full range of garden and lawn products are designed to restore roots to the natural world. So picture this. You're struggling with lackluster soil, just like I did last year, and your garden plans just aren't thriving. And that was until we discovered Coast of Maine. Their products infused my soil with the healthy microbes and nutrients it was craving, resulting in vibrant outdoor plants that practically thanked me for the upgrade. Omri listed and crafted from natural ingredients like lobster shells and fish bones, their products not only nourish your plants, but also your peace of mind. Are you ready to take your garden to the next level? Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. That's why their products are carried by local retail partners who provide advice and insight, not just found in big box stores. And Coast of Maine knows from beginning to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. Their products make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. Let's get growing together. Visit coastofmaine.com today. That's coastofmaine with an E dot com. <laughs> I just got a flashback to when I told her I threw that in uh, that. Uh, <laughs> 
Nova Ghost away. No, the Argenti. No, no, it was a Nova Ghost. It was a Nova Ghost. Yeah, I've never. What had is one. this called? That's a New Guinea. That's a New Guinea Ghost. Oh, New Guinea okay. Ghost. Yeah. Man, I she had, already forgot. You could have just not brought it up. I had now you're going to get the daggers again. Guys, I had it in my hands, in my possessions. And I did what I usually do is shamelessly bring it to Adam. And to she'll grow, say, grow it, make it beautiful, make, make it blue. It beautiful. <laughs> and he told me about a week ago that he threw it away without even checking with me first. Maybe I wanted it to go in my garbage can. Girl, <laughs> girl. <laughs> That was a free plant that you got. I know. I know you had to put a lot of effort in, but whoever gave it to you did not set you up for success because I had that thing for six months. Yeah, it I know. did nothing. It was I a know. piece of crap cutting. I'm just <laughs> But let's say just it. remember that one no two leaf New Guinea ghost that you got that now is literally a whole full pot that you just is, got today from is. Adam. But now I have... <laughs> Nova Ghost back on my wish, wish list. list. Oh, God. Listeners, I'm, if anyone has a Nova Ghost, and I'm send slightly it to me. teary, but that's okay. <laughs> oh. I we get to say bye. Uh, okay. I'm just kidding, guys. Back to Bella. You're right. I didn't think about telling you I was doing it until I was like, it was already in the lane for No, guys. It literally was like, oh, I threw that away. <laughs> Moving on. Bro, yeah. and then and you should have like, seen how Jesse looked at, at oh, there were literal lasers. <laughs> literal lasers yeah. piercing into Adam's skull. It was bad. I felt bad. I, I really did. No, Sometimes okay. I wake up at night when I'm all like covered in sweat because I, I see that face like looking at me. You guys, that's that's something about me. I cannot hide a single emotion from my face. Really? Which is wow. a really big problem wow. for me. I never would have known. 0% poker face. <laughs> like, it's a Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly and there was no doing. smile on it's her like, face, and there were literal daggers. I was like, no, there was a smile. Dang. It was, it was there like was a smile of eyes, this is me not killing you right the now. The eyes were rage, and then there was like this big Cheshire cat smile on her face, and I'm like, what's going on? I'm getting mixed signals. <laughs> That, that was my attempt at hiding my emotions. But I truly know if the Hoya King deemed it a loss it was a loss we're I gonna know. move on one day adam and i will be friends again i mean <laughs> one day <laughs> <laughs> back to the bellas <laughs> okay lydia literally just like I jumped know. out of her chair to slap her, her knees her hair is like <laughs> flopping everywhere too <laughs> goodness yeah okay so yeah that was a sidebar yes, back to the bellas. very long one <laughs> Yeah. Uh, mm. So but we yeah, need to get a so. green Bella and a Nova Ghost Carnosa. Okay. That's that's on deck. Oh, we should have oh, just asked April. She had that. I know. Oh, that was a great ghost. So many freaking ghosts. I know. So many silver. Well, yeah. Off topic. Um, Nova <laughs> this Ghost. This whole session has been off topic. So I don't think you need to say yeah. it. We <laughs> haven't gotten back on no. topic yet. <laughs> Nova Ghost is like silvery, but it's technically a reverted Argentia princess. Oh. So. Okay. That's why you kept saying Argentia because you thought I could get it to be a. Princess if anyone again. could, it could be you, but because <laughs> Argentia <laughs> is silver and inner variegated. <laughs> Slight lunatic. <laughs> Look. It was it was not a good cutting. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Back to our Bella. Everybody good? Where the yeah. hell you been, Loka? <laughs> right here. <Hello. laughs> Judging you. Where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. But yes, so the Aneki boys and Lita boys, <laughs> which are. <laughs> She's still so doing. much information. So. The the two cultivars, the variegated cultivars, Aneki Buis, which Lydia said like an hour ago, <laughs> the outer <laughs> variegated one. Yeah. So it's where the white's on the outside. And then Lita, which is the inner variegated. Mm-hmm. They first came from the 1980s from a Dutch, I believe it was, it's a Dutch greenhouse. I thought it was like a person's personal collection. It may have been, but it's the Buis family. Yeah, they were, they were discovered by F.A. Buis Nursery in Alsemere, Netherlands. Okay, so Dutch, right? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> All I ever think about is Skywalker? Anakin? Yeah. Anakin is he Skywalker? Dutch? No, but no, Aneki. No, makes me think of oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm not a Star Wars yeah. person at all but that's all i ever think about oh my gosh but yeah, yeah but funny. and it has um, nothing to do with that sorry <laughs> <laughs> but that was the boys family nursery and they named these two bellas after lita and aneki which was the daughters oh okay mm-hmm. there which one is so aneki is there's there's a lot of confusion with the names in these two cultivars Yes, people they, get them wrong so many times. They circulated incorrectly, especially in the United States, for quite some time. Like you <laughs> may have heard, um, go the, us. <laughs> I was gonna say surprise, Always surprise. A <laughs> uh, the outer variegated one. A lot of people for a while called them Alba Marginata, which we know. Um, or for people who don't know, Alba Marginata is actually an incorrect name to be associated with Hoya. You're not supposed to use them um, or refer to them as album marginata um but there was a long time where one of them was called louis boys yeah and after it had been circulating in the u.s market for quite some time um somebody from like the united kingdom or something like that heard about it and had told someone like hey like that's not the correct name it was named after aneki and lita who are part of the boy family and then now people know okay that's the correct name so if you have one written as like alba marginata or louis boy now you can rename them to the correct name to aneki boy which is outer variegated and lita boy which is inner variegated and the fun part is if you write the entire correct botanical name, Hoya Lancelotta, subspecies Bella, cultivar, Aneki Boys. That seriously, whenever I put that hashtag on Instagram, like holy crap, it's yeah. like a whole line of text. I love that. I love that. But there was also um one that's out and I, I couldn't find where it actually originated from, but everyone's calling it the sandwich version, which is not the correct version. It's <laughs> totally just like a market name, mm-hmm. but basically it's the Lita boy, but it has like variegation in the middle and on the outside. So the midrib <gasps> is green and then the outside is gr- yeah. green and then there's like a, like almost like a U of yeah. white. And they're calling it like the sandwich versions. And yeah. I don't know where it came from. It could have just been a random mutation, but that's another one that's like, woo, pretty. I know. I actually just I saw one of those that. on the Facebook group and I was like, uh, I almost bought it. Ooh. But it was like, I think it was on auction and it was getting too high. They're pretty pricey. And then I was sitting here thinking like, maybe if I keep giving mine that secret ingredient, because I mutate. think, yeah, I think it is. The gay sprinkles? Gay tears, yeah. Yes. <laughs> tears? Gay depression tears. See, I was going to go a little happier and call it the sprinkles. But. 
Actually, I kind of find that homophobic because <laughs> sprinkle. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it made me think of like sparkle pee. glitter. <laughs> Sprinkles, so maybe oh. gay tears is better. My um, Lita, mm-hmm. is it Lita Lydia? Yes, the one that's kind of mute. I have like a weird. It's turning like a lemon lime instead of a white. Is that Ooh. my leader? Is that my Louis? A necky? That would be a necky. <laughs> yeah. So my necky, like I had one vine that was turning like lemon lime and not white variegation. So I'm. So we're selling a cutting of the Bella yellow lime strawberry starburst color for twenty thousand dollars. We're actually going to call it the Hoya <laughs> Lancelotta subspecies Bella Golden Shower. <laughs> actually, Hoya subspecies Lancelotta Bella where the human loca. <laughs> Starting be- at twenty thousand dollars. No. Please start bidding now. But I am propping it <laughs> to see if it'll continue because it's kind of a, it's a really pretty color. But yeah. I think it's just because that one strand was not getting a lot of light, light. from the mm. window. It kind of grew backwards. And that happened with my Obavada too. It turned to like a lemon lime. That's why I don't buy the whole Monstera lemon lime. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that just didn't get enough light. Yeah. It's an elbow that didn't get enough light. But anyway. Or yeah. all the silver lock noses. This isn't, that this are isn't all... an aeroid podcast. <laughs> But the reason that that's so pretty is because the outer variegated Bella, the Necky boy, that variegation is very white. Mm -hmm. But then on the Lita boy, the inner variegation, it is very yellow. So the fact that that one Necky boy came out with like the yellowy instead of the white, it actually is really pretty. We should post a picture of it on Instagram. So we will. But lastly, about the Bellas, um, should we just talk about what else, like, specific that we do? Because mine's in pawn, and I just do exactly what you do, because at my point, you know, I'm at the point in life where I'm just replicating everything that Adam does in hopes that my Hoya will grow as fast as yours. And it's working, right? Yeah, not as fast, though. (laughs) Attempting to So they need to hurry up and... Do the growing. Honestly, like whenever you tell me that you changed something to be just like when I did it, it makes me feel like a little bit special. I'm like, you are special. Yeah, she's just gonna look for a girlfriend now and fully, fully (laughs) out of mode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So growing conditions. Mine. I guess we can just say how we have it. Yeah. Which which we kind of did, but mine's in my north window, Mm -hmm. so my bedroom, which stays cooler because it doesn't get a lot of direct sun. Um, and that's where I put all my cold growing, my cool growers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, the ones that I think are cool growers. But yeah, it stays in there and it's facing the window and it's thriving. I love that. Yeah, mine's in a southwest facing window, but it doesn't get any of that direct harsh light. It's sitting behind some bigger, taller leaved Hoya, getting shaded, very dappled light. And it's in pond with the cash po mm-hmm. of, you know, reservoir nutrient solution um and it sits on just a metal shelf and she's doing the most now she's like really grown out and branching and now she has some extra little branches that are growing yay i mean because the bella is like the lacanosa or any plant um when you let it trail and it bends down below where it's base of its stem is i well that's basically what i say when it starts draping over the pot it releases apical dominance Mm -hmm. like we've talked about this before in the podcast and it just tells the plant oh you can grow more vines because my plant which i'm sure we'll post yeah yes started with just two vines 
Yeah. One of the Neki, one of the Lita. And now it's this big plant. I didn't repot anything back in there. Like wow. I didn't do it. It's like it. an octopus. She's huge. So it's it, when it bends down and releases apical dominance, it puts out new vines and it just keeps bush, gets bushier and bushier. I don't know if it does that for people who have them trellis. So I guess if you're a listener and you have a trellis, like I wonder if you had one vine, if it's just trellised up, has, has it shot out another vine? Mm-hmm. Because if not, let Maybe it, it's let it sag. Un- yeah. And it let might. That bushy girl hang. Because I do have a Cumingiana outer variegated that I have trellised. And now it's about three quarters away to the trellis. And... It released apical dominance, and there's another vine coming out of it. Yeah. So it might happen. So yeah. you trellised it, and it's the uh, the growing tip is now pointing down. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a it's in a O in a O trellis. Okay. Circle trellis. Why yeah. do I call it an O trellis? <laughs> Either works. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Same thing. I call it a donut. Oh, that's Just cute. Kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, like let it do its thing. My, like I said, mine. Started from just one stem on each of them. Um, what are the other growing things? Yeah, so- and honestly, like, I would always... And I have tried this Bella so many different times. Um, taking cuttings. I'd always put it in the cabinet. High humidity. But honestly, the high humidity, the warmer temperatures just didn't do it for this Bella. It would always rot. Something would always happen. And, like, the part that really always frustrated me was it would root, and then it would start growing, and then it would rot. Really? It would. And now, ever since I've taken it out of the cabinet and just put it in ambient and really just ignored it and not really done anything special to it, it's been growing like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, don't treat it like a baby. Don't do anything <laughs> special to it. Just let her grow. That's yeah, right. that's Lydia mm-hmm. talking who, like... <laughs> waters my plants twice a week yeah. religiously <laughs> takes care of all of her plants like babies yeah um and you had your like you said in a cabinet and moss mm-hmm. and it was happy for a very long time yeah and i also went through like letting it dry out extremely too much to the point where like the leaves were all like wrinkly um and i would just put her in the sink spray her down with the little faucet and she'd plump up and um let the moss sit in like a container of water for a bit and she'd plump right up and mm-hmm. I did that. But I think I did it a little too long yeah. <laughs> and it got dry and rot it, and it must've gotten dry rot. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing I don't do is I don't let it go dry, dry mm-hmm. all the way. Like I check it as soon as it's out of water, then time for more water. Yeah. So I still water it every week. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, Bella flowers, I think year round. I mean, they said that there was a certain months that it flowered, but mine's flowered year round. Yeah. I think it's one of those ones where it is a year round grower mm-hmm. and they always, or bloomer. uh, the peduncles on my Bella are the, one of those Hoya that never stay. So once they bloom, the peduncle does fall off of mm-hmm. the Bella. Now a lot of other Hoyas, the peduncle stays there, so you shouldn't cut it off. It like grows on top of the last growth, yeah. right? But the Bella usually drops all the peduncle after it flowers, it drops in. Yeah. I feel like the general rule for peduncles is unless it falls off on its own, just leave it because it it. might, yeah, it might bloom for you again and give you more flowers from it because we've seen some, what is that portion of the peduncle called? Um, The tip. (laughs) The part that, you know. That grows with uh each bloom, the spath. The spath. Like we've seen some spaths that are 
like inches and inches and inches long. Like especially at April's greenhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they just keep on blooming and blooming and blooming. Yeah, over I mean, again, some of mine, so. uh, my like lacrimosa spats have gotten quite long too. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It's it's cool to see. It's like yeah. a history of like that plant, you know. Yeah, I have a um, <laughs> off topic again, but <laughs> I have a um, campanulata that I'm trying to get to bloom, and I think this is finally going to be the first time. But the spath is already like an inch long because it has tried blooming. I want to say at least eight times at this point, <laughs> and, this and all off. the blooms have fallen off. And I think it's because that's. Bat, like the peduncle sticks out right underneath the grow light and I think it's too bright. Yeah. So then I turned it around so it's not facing the light. Turn around. <laughs> Every now and then I get a little... Sorry. So hopefully this time. Fingers crossed, guys. It works. Yeah. Well, you guys can't see, but I'm actively crossing well, since, my <laughs> since we were talking about balloons, I feel like we need to talk about the Hoya blooms because we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah. So the Hoya blooms are some of the most beautiful Hoya blooms. They're so Are the Hoya cute. Bella blooms, I should say. I did just yeah. say Hoya. Well, all Hoya blooms are beautiful, but the Bellas especially, like, I love, and that's probably why it got its name, Bella, because they are, when you see those flowers, you're like, these are the most beautiful flowers. So pretty. And that's why we chose it for the Bloom for Our logo, because yeah. it's just, like, iconic, classic, beautiful. Yeah, and also because... You and I like green, mm-hmm. and our good friend Jesse is pink. a pink poodle. I'm a pink princess. Pink, oh, well, that's better. <laughs> pink princess. And so it had a little bitch. <laughs> it had a little uh, splash of pink, but the Corolla of the Hoya Bella is stark white, mm-hmm. like so white, and a little bit pubescent too. It's a little fuzzy, like kind of. And the Corona, the inside part, is this beautiful like fuchsia like hot pink violet and it's almost like transparent too and Mm -hmm. like i don't know and the smell Mm. some of my favorite yeah do you have any blooming right now i do oh i'm gonna go smell it it's so good i don't know how to explain it either my Bella has not bloomed, but <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you've smelled mine before, though, Bella. Yeah, but Bella blooms. Um, you also get them on similar, like other subspecies, like mm-hmm. Anglariana, Paxtonii. They all have the same flowers, and I've had those bloom before. So yeah. Oh, do they smell as good? Like very floral, pufermy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. perfumey. Like if you put that into a freaking perfume, yeah. <gasps> I know. I need to know how perfumes are made because there's so many times I was like, I need this as a cologne or something. It smells so good. Or like a plug-in on the wall. Like Mm -hmm. Bath and Body Works, hit us up. For reals. Bella. But wait, how long have your Bella blooms lasted? They last about a week. Nice. That's a good amount. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But... When I got peduncle on mine, I noticed it took a long time to bloom, like more than three weeks. A lot of times to, they do. Like well, open. from growing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you kind of, they kind of hang there and you watch like the whole process. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the buds form and then even like the buds stem. I don't know what that would be called. I should know, but I don't. So yeah, like it does take a while from seeing them at the first. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fun to watch. It's fun to like poke in and look at every day, you know? Yeah, it is. But some of my favorite flowers, all time favorite. Very cute. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. So all around, Bella is definitely one of those like classic Hoya. And if you like that variation, then 
she's a good one to have y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about pests real quick? Oh, <laughs> yes. Because we I feel to. like Bella <laughs> is, is one of those that's known for like being a spider mite magnet, which yes. I understand because it's a, it's a thin leaf Toya. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, thinner. Thinner. Mm-hmm. But they are, people have, do call them a spider mite magnet. Yeah. And that's so, what happened to your first screen that one, right? Is, but, you know, I was a noob then and I'm sure everything had spider mites. Well, everything did have spider mites. You can so. reference back to episode seven when we talk about pests, pests on Hoya, yes. if you happen to have spider mites or anything like that. But the thing is, like on my inner and outer variegated Bellas, the Nick and Lita boys, I've never had spider mites, but the green one, I when I had one, at one point I did have spider mites on it. And was that early on in your collection too? Like it me? was. Like, so there was probably other plants that probably had them and we just mm-hmm, didn't know. Possibly. Possibly. Or it had them when we bought it and mm-hmm. didn't know what to look for. But people do call them a spider mite magnet. So yeah, keep that in mind. Especially if you're buying from like a not like specialized nursery, there's a big chance you're buying pests as mm-hmm. well. Um, so it's good to know what like is more common for the Hoya so that you can be on extra special lookout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But otherwise, she's a queen yeah. and a really easy one to have in a collection, especially if you like the like thinner, small-leaved Hoyas and it's got variegation, it's got the flowers. She's just beautiful. And bushy. Just like <laughs> her name. So yeah, so that's Hoya Bella. And if you guys um, have this Hoya in your collection and you want to show her off, whether she's trellised or branching, please do so. We'd love to see what your yeah, looks like. Us. Yeah. Ooh, especially if anybody has a trio pot, like the Aneki, the Lita, and the green one all put together. Or the sandwich version. I don't want I don't want to see your trio pop because that means you're better than me. <laughs> Just kidding. I do. Or if they have y'all all four and they're all potted together. Oh. <gasps> or not, even if they're not potted together. We yeah, yeah, see yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> tag us, tag us. We'd love to see your Hoya Bella. Bella. So you said potted together and I was like, potted together. Bella! Where the hell have you been, Loka? Um, and if you guys didn't know, our <laughs> lovely co-host here, Adam, does have another podcast. <laughs> Put it together. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy hearing his voice so much like I do. No. Hop on over to Put It Together. <laughs> Give him a listen. Um, but yeah, I've, I've actually gotten a lot of messages of people being like, I'm making a mixed pot of Bella because of you. And it makes me feel so like warm and fuzzy Aww. because it really is like a really beautiful thing to have side it by is. side. It really, really is. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other Hoya that I would ever do a mixed pot of. And I don't know if there is. The Bella is just, it's Yeah, it usually is. I'm not a mixed pot person. Mm-hmm. I really don't like seeing those two variegations side by side for some reason. But in it's the Bella. Tripophobia. <laughs> but in the in those two, I do really love it. So But yeah, also going back to tagging us, if you do have the sandwich one, I do want to see it. Yes. Me too. Because I Please. love that variegation. If you want to do a trade. Yeah. <laughs> hit us up. Mine died. Hit up, hit up Lydia. She's good with logistics. Neither yes. Jesse or I. 
are. Hit me up. But <laughs> Actually, also, you probably are. I'm not. <laughs> no. Don't talk no, to girl, me. No, girl, <laughs> no. But also, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has been giving us reviews, um, especially people who leave us like commented yeah. reviews. We got a few new ones and reading them. I don't know. It's just so special to like hear people and just you know, you all telling us that you're enjoying what we're doing. And this is definitely just a passion project of ours and hearing from you guys is special. So yeah. thank you. Lydia really does get super excited about the reviews. Yeah, it's great. She gets so mushy. <laughs> <laughs> we were at dinner the other day and she was like, we got some new reviews, <laughs> uh, which was really funny. But I'm scared for when we get a bad one. Bro, we already got a bad one. Okay. <laughs> they said our episodes are too long. Too long. Yeah. And then it was five I, stars before, and then they took it down to two stars. I know. <laughs> after like four months. <laughs> but yeah. They I were just, like, they didn't listen, so now you're going to pay for it. The thing is, I love your outlook on the world, but there aren't nice people out there. And when we get a mean one, I feel like you're just going to break your little heart. Yeah. But it's okay. We'll, it's okay. we'll be here to. I'll get past it. Give us our first mean one. No. So we can get I should be but we really do appreciate the reviews. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, you can leave a comment, and that's the only one. Just <laughs> laughing at my heartbreaking. They're going to be like, please get that girl some oxygen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, what the F is wrong with her love? <laughs> who's Wheezy McWeezerton? Um, but uh, Spotify, you can rate us, and you just can't leave a comment. But we also appreciate those because that's kind of really it's it just really it's really nice, and it helps our podcast so much get to other people. Um, so make sure you share it as well if you have a friend who's into Hoyas yes. and you enjoy us, and you think your friend will, yeah. you know, send them a link. Yes, and then if you guys want to hear, not hear, but see some our stories or reels or any other content that we post, you can hop over to our Instagram at let's Yeah, and you can find us all individually on Instagram on our own little Instagram channels. <laughs> Mine is at not dude. You can find me on <laughs> at the green And I'm at perritos y plants. Adios. Adios. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.